Welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast that helps you build your business story repertoire. So, it's a special episode this time around. We have our 50th episode, and with me, uh, I have four great colleagues. Of course, Mark and I have been doing this from day day one, day dot, episode number one. You remember that one? 18 January two, uh, 2019. Yep. A Visitor from Mars, Visitor the, story, from Mars. the story about uh, Victoria Mars. That's it. We've also got with us uh, Mike Adams, uh, and he's been on the podcast. You've heard him tell a story that you can share. So welcome, Mike. Thanks very much, Sean. Thanks for being allowing me on the podcast. Oh, allowing you. You're more than welcome. Uh, Chilchick is also with us, also been on the podcast. Uh, he runs our Sydney office. Good to see everyone. <laughs> and, of course, we have our chairman from uh, the UK here, Paul Honeywell. Welcome, Paul. Pleased to be back in Melbourne, especially when it's winter in England. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I thought we thought in this uh, episode it would be great to um, talk about some of the really interesting things that have happened in the, in the recent weeks, actually. Well, we think they're interesting, so... Yeah, <laughs> we think they're interesting. And uh, have a bit of a conversation around that, but also talk about uh, the uh, a story that Paul's going to share with us uh, that sort of came out of our uh, conference that we had last week. But maybe we should just kick that off. We, Of course, we had our... Uh, global uh, partner conference last week and uh, it was uh, you know I had people from all around the world who uh, joined us um, and I guess I'd love to hear from you guys as to you know what were some of the things that really stood out for you in terms of uh, you know the conference and, and what we did how about Mike you kick off yeah thanks Sean well it wasn't just a partner conference because we had our first workshop for story powered sales which has been my baby with anecdotes since uh, August this year and we had a tremendous audience for that we had some uh, thought leader gurus uh, uh, from from us from the Australian business scene yeah we had uh, representatives from some of the world's largest companies and our international partners. And it was great to see how they accepted the new course, I thought, and that was very exciting for me. And then getting to meet those partners again through the conference. Yeah, it was awesome. I got to go along to that. Uh, I think, uh, Mike, did you, did you sit on that one or not? That was... Um... Oh, yeah, so, so that was a fantastic day. Um, a very full room. Uh, I, one of the things that, that struck me was just the venue. We were in Sydney uh, and we, oh, were, yeah. we were in the uh, the HC Coombs Centre and uh, Sean might share his, his uh, story about his relationship with Nugget Coombs after which that building is named. But the, the Coombs Centre is in a, a suburb called Kirribilli and uh, it looks over, we look out the windows of the room we're in straight across the harbour at the harbour at the Opera House and slightly to the right. If you just move your head slightly to the right, there's the the bridge and so it was a fantastic venue to for a really important launch event for, of uh, story powered sales which i think that was last thursday oh my god i can't believe it. it's gone so fast mr chilchick what did you take out of it what was it uh, like for you uh, being part of all that well it was great to see everyone from around the world and also to see how relevant storytelling is in every corner of the world because we had all different perspectives and anecdotes so to speak from all the different partners one thing, Sydney being my hometown, I've been on the harbour hundreds of times and we were going around on the, uh, on the boat, we did a harbour cruise and suddenly the skipper started telling a few stories about this building site and this indigenous area, what it meant and the city started to come alive in a way I hadn't quite recognised for a while so it was just another reminder of that the story can amp up even something I've seen a hundred times. Even better after a few beers, right? That helped as yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and Paul, you, you came such a long way to, to sort of see this event. Uh, you know, uh, anything that really jumped out for you in terms of that? Yeah, uh, absolutely, Sean. I mean, I, you know, the first thing that uh, that strikes me is 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 the is the word pride. I, you know. I came a long way, absolutely, uh, but I, I, I came into a conference of passionate people from all kinds of different backgrounds, different cultures, different markets, and also very proud of the work that you know you guys have been doing here in terms of product development. I, you know, I think those the three products that we have look absolutely excellent. They, you know, I, I, I'm proud to be associated with them. And uh, I think anyone that takes a look at these and, and not only the, the, the visual look and the quality feel of them, but the content itself meets that expectation as well. So I, I just have to, be, have to be very proud to be chairman of this company. And I think it, it is really terrific to be there. Great. And uh, I guess another pride thing is the, um, so we talked about Story Powered Sales and that launch, but of course it was also the launch event for Story Powered Strategy. And, uh, you know, you had a major role in the architecture of that, Paul, as, uh, as uh, a number of us did. And uh, you know, I, I really, I think it's important that we acknowledge the work that everybody has done in bringing these products to life and the, and the partner conference, because such a huge event culminating probably eight months of work. Um, yeah, it was kind of a, a, a pretty cool thing and uh, a lot of people put in a lot of work to make that happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, we did have a bit of a milestone too for one of our partners. Uh, yeah, so that's... Tell us what happened there, Mark. So you we were right we've, there. One of our very first partners uh, back in early t 2013, Indranil Chakraborty. He lives in uh, in Mumbai in India. And he became... He's one of our earliest partners. And in the early days, he... He, he made use of our availability. In fact, one of the things he commented on was that uh, he kind of had Sean and me to himself. We didn't have many partners. And it was a, a, a struggle early on to try and sell premium products like Storytelling for Leaders and Story-Powered story Sales in India. But IC is not the sort of guy who, who gives up. And about 18 months after he started, he sent a list of hundreds of C-suite people that he visited to, to pitch the products to. Very soon thereafter, his sales, you know, his his sales and delivery increased. So on on Sunday, we we presented him with a a very nice bottle of uh, of Australian wine in recognition of his 100th storytelling for leaders program. So he's delivered that program a hundred times. It's an amazing milestone. It is. It's tremendous. Well, I mean, now we've been spending a couple of days, you know, working out our you know way forward we're pretty it's amazing you know the excitement in terms of what we can do um but i'm just we were talking before like what stories stood out for us in out of that partner conference and and one of them and of course you've got to remember this podcast is all about sharing a story with you uh the listener that you could retell in some way in some version and for us to have a bit of a conversation around it so we're going to do it with the five of us Paul actually uh, shared, Paul Huddywell shared a story at the conference, which I think would be a good one for everyone to hear, and we'll uh, throw in our comments. So I might just throw it over to you, Paul. Yeah, what happened? Thank you, Sean. So, um, so I was spending a lot of time in Las Vegas. Uh, it's uh, a place that um, I got to know very well. I was doing a, a big program with uh, Steve Wynn and, uh, and his hotel resorts. And, uh, you know, had, had a lot of success with the use of storytelling to really empower and infuse and inspire uh, the, um, the, the 15,000 employees uh, to really 
deliver a guest experience that you know is beyond anywhere else in that area and indeed in the world I think so part way through this uh, I was back in London and uh, I got a call out of the blue and uh, the guy on the other end of the phone introduced himself as as Russell Goldsmith and I'd never heard of Russell uh, clearly an American uh, on on the phone saying I've heard about you uh, I've heard about you from uh, from Steve Wynn I happen to be on his board and he's been talking about the uh, the power of storytelling and the difference that it's making in his business and he said look I'm the chief executive of City National Bank you know we're a, a large regional bank in uh, based in California and uh, you know I would love to know more about what you're doing because I think this is the kind of thing that we you know we could really benefit from so he said to me, you know, uh, could you send me some information? And my immediate reaction was, hang on a second, this is a this isn't a real opportunity. So I said, uh, Russell, did you say that you're based in Los Angeles? He said, yeah, Beverly Hills to be precise. I said, you know, it's really a coincidence, but I'm I'm actually travelling to Los Angeles next week, and I wondered if you might have some time and we could meet face to face. And he said, wow. That's terrific. He said, um, how about Wednesday afternoon? I said, yeah, sure. Name your time, 2.30. I'll be there. Of course, I wasn't actually planning to be in Los Angeles <laughs> at all. But I could see an opportunity with a, you know, a large organisation. I just couldn't possibly give up that opportunity. So, or risk it by sending some information across and eventually leading to you know, another conversation. So, on. so I went out. I got on a plane and I went to Los Angeles. And I met with Russell. And Russell became a very important client of our business. And even more importantly, we made a really big impact at City National Bank. And I received a, a Christmas card from him that year saying, Paul, thank you so much for everything that you've done. This really is making a difference to us. Fantastic. <laughs> well, what do you reckon, guys? Uh, what are the things? What stands out for you? What, would make, what makes that a, a good story? Mike, I can tell you you've got a thought there. Yeah, well, I have a thought. Uh, I... I teach, I work with sales teams and, um, and one of the things I'm very careful about is, is coaching salespeople to find and tell true stories. And the interesting thing about your story is it was only true at the instant that you decided it was going to be true That's correct. and you were going to go. So it's a true story. But I really would counsel against making up stories and that's a really deep well that you can get yourself into. So I, I love the story. I think it's fantastic and and and, it, and such a, a a lesson for people to be proactive and grab something when they when they see there's an opportunity because yeah. it doesn't necessarily hang around long. Indeed. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm now reminded of the Steve Winwood album from the from I think early, the late seventies, Ark of a Diver, and his song "When You See a Chance, Take It." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that was certainly an example of of doing that. Yeah. I, you know, there's lots of great detail in that story, right? So we yes. know we hear names, we hear locations. Um, all that detail just adds to credibility because these are senior people. You know, they obviously have um, you know sort of a, a network of connections, and and you you are clearly part of that in some way, right? So that just comes out as an inference to the story. Yeah, we can infer quite a bit about yeah. Paul's character from that story for sure. What do you reckon, Ichi? Yeah, I think the the surprise element, the listeners being taken down a certain path and everything seems normal and then there's a little bit of that flip I actually wasn't planning to go. Yeah. That really makes it memorable and retellable. And also how you finished off there with the impact that it had. Sometimes our stories just tend to fade out 
and you got the surprise, great. But no, it actually, you got the Christmas letter. I did. And uh, that kind of reinforces it was worth taking the, the It's risk. a very visual thing, the Christmas yeah. card, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And uh, you sort of immediately, I, can, I was imagining this, the scroll of writing, and those sort of guys tend to be pretty quite mm-hmm. scrawly. Um, I don't know, this is how I imagine it, right? So you get this good, strong image. Um, so one of the, the, the strengths of that story is the surprise, the bit where I wasn't actually planning to be in, in Las Vegas next week, or in uh, Los, Los Angeles next week. And I don't know whether you noticed, but pretty much all of us, even though we've heard it before, laughed. Right. And yeah. I also remember the impact that Paul had when he told that story to the partners and how people were referring back to that example that he'd given numerous times during the workshop. So for me, one of the highlights of that short story, high impact, retellable, people talking about it going, wow, that really, that's had an impact on me in terms of how they think about how they run their businesses. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay, what about the flip side? What could we suggest to make that story even better, right? Which is always the, sometimes the more difficult thing to do. Well, I think in terms of duration, I always look at duration as one of the determinants of a good story or not, and it was right on the money for, for, for duration. So uh, it's not, you know, I'm not going to say, uh, you know, I haven't got something that can do even better, but just to highlight that ju- that duration was yeah, pretty much spot on. Yep. 60 seconds, 60 yeah, to yeah. 75 seconds. Yeah, right. The only thing I would say is that at that point of revealing the surprise... You know, I, I, this is really small stuff, right? But this is like, it's almost like there's a pause to be had there. Yes, yes, of right? course. Yes. Whereas, because you want to have the people sort of hanging a little bit yes, on yes. what happened. Yeah. And I, you know, this is a small thing, but I, it's almost like, you know, he said, I sort of you set the time, 2.30, I'd pause and go, and then I bought my ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. So, yeah. so really the amping up the surprise. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You know, make it really clear. You didn't have a ticket book before that, right? <laughs> you know, right. It, was, it was something that you wanted to get done. But no, that was terrific. Well, great work, guys. I think that's probably what... Unless we, we Traditionally, we'd give a rating well, for no, our well, stories. I think, I think, you want to well, talk more about that? Well, I think that story deserves a short conversation about how you might use it. Ah, yeah. nice work. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's uh, let's talk about how might how you might use it. And, and I'm just uh, for the, our listeners' benefit, when we were talking about the content of this of this episode, Sean, you know, we talked. What was a real highlight? Something we we took away. Sean immediately went to Paul's story, and then he said, "But it's not really a story that people could use." And anyway, we had a very brief conversation and numerous applications dropped out of it. And I, I just highlight that because it's really, sometimes we might be very quick to, to sort of push a story to the side without really uh, ex- examining its potential. Well, I, I just wanted to say one thing. I, I, I have this philosophy, which is have strong opinions, weakly held. I know. And, you, <laughs> and, I, and I changed my mind very quickly. Very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not like it was an argument. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Let's let's have a let's have a chat about when do you reckon you when do you find yourself telling that story? Um, I don't tell it that often, to be no. honest. Yeah. Um, I mean, the one thing I would say about it is that you know I remember back to the time that it really happened, and uh, and you know I had to make an absolutely instant decision. I was on the telephone. I had to make a decision right there, and I knew that I had things in my diary. I knew that I had commitments at home. I knew that going to Los Angeles from London was not a cheap thing to do. Um, But I knew in that moment, something triggered right there, that this was something that really could not wait and had to take precedence over everything else. And in a nanosecond, I had to make that decision. 
So I think it's very important to be attuned to opportunity and as a result of, of, of seeing an opportunity in front of your eyes, you know that that's a fleeting thing. And if you don't go for it, it can easily evaporate. Mm. Okay, that's great so insight. A business, application, a business application around folks really be attuned to uh, identifying opportunity. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, and maybe more than that, if I think about what holds salespeople back, it's the, the willingness to pick up the phone, to take action, to, to do that thing that will make something happen. And it's a great story for, if you like, giving people permission. Okay, I, I, I could do that. Yeah, and so don't be overly reliant on process. That's it. Process it's is important, process, but you need... To take action and get in yeah. and do it. Yeah, and you're going right, to take a risk, right? Yeah. I mean, the risk was that I went and nothing happened. And, you know, but you have to accept, you have to balance risk off against reward you know put yourself at risk of getting of getting the deal you know if you don't do it you ain't got no chance wouldn't it be good if large corporates could, i was thinking in my experience at ibm <laughs> <laughs> and i was just imagining a sales guy sitting on the phone going yeah it's an opportunity I'm, I'm going to los angeles and then trying to get that expense approved <laughs> that's, oh, that, and that reminds me of monty python sketch <laughs> You know, I spent four months in Brazil on a hunch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. I think another thing as well is uh, in terms of constraints and the, the words, oh, it's not possible. Um, that comes up in a lot of contexts, whether it's sales or leadership or what's possible. Um, but that proves with a little bit of creativity and um, willingness to do it, you can broaden what's possible. Um, and even for people that have... Uh, kind of a critical thinking. I'd, I'd be sitting on the plane personally, thinking, "What if he, what if he changes the time and says, sorry, I can't make it,' but you know, no problem. You were coming anyway." Of course, that's a risk. Um, it's another risk. But look, yeah, it, it's what is possible. Yeah, it's so true. And I was thinking too, you know, like if you if you did it the other way, where you sort of said to the person on the phone, um, "Well, I, actually, I, I haven't got a plan, but uh, I really will." Uh, I'll just book a ticket and come and see you. They'll, they'll say, oh, no, 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 I don't want you, I'll put oh, you out, you know, absolutely. like, that's, that's right. way too far, you know, it's a, it's a crazy idea. You'd be just, you know, sort of taken out. So you gotta, you got to be a bit more inventive. Um, cool. Any others? Any other thoughts, comments? Because we'll go to a story rating if, if not. What do you reckon? Story rating? Yep. What, you, what would you give this? So, you know, in terms of tellability, in terms of impact. I'm going to use this story. I'll give it an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Excellent. Yeah, I will regularly use this story, uh, talking to our partners all the time, helping them improve their businesses, and uh, I'm going to give it eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Similarly, I'm going to give it an extra half, so eight and a half, just for oh, your bravery yeah, and for your uh, yeah, yeah. willingness to do it. I was thinking of a three out of ten. <laughs> I was thinking, no, I actually had eight in my mind as well. So yeah, that's a great story. Really reusable. Really, uh, you know, one to put in your kit bag. Now you might not actually tell it exactly like. No, you know, it might you might find your own version of it. Absolutely. If you could do that, that would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Fantastic. Well, is there anything else we need to cover? For this well, episode, maybe, our fiftieth episode. Well, maybe on our fiftieth episode, highlighting our uh, our branding that we've changed our branding and and we're now thinking story-powered communication 
anecdote story powered communication so folks you'll be seeing that in addition to our new products etc uh, look out for uh, for the messaging around story powered communication yep. go and check out well I won't say your website yet it hasn't been updated but uh, <laughs> oh, there'll be some things out there yeah. <laughs> fantastic radio well thanks again for listening to anecdotally speaking it's been great to have you along on this ride for our 50 episodes I realise as I'm wrapping up there is one thing I wanted to say that we're going to get our we're going to get our um, partners to uh, be part of our podcast, right? Because this, what it does, like just at our podcast, um, you know, our partner conference, you know, had people there from Korea, Malaysia, you know, India, Israel, Israel, Indonesia, all the eyes. Yeah, had all the eyes. <laughs> but it's this phenomenal network. We, we're in 20 odd countries, 24, 25 countries. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting perspectives, different uh, uh, types of stories, and we'll get them on, on, on our podcast and and you'll hear them tell a story from their perspective that you'll be able to retell. I think you'll learn so much from it and we're really looking forward to it. So anyway, thanks for listening for Anecdotic Speaking and uh, yeah, tune in next time. You'll hear more stories. You can put stories to work. See you soon. And I want to make one correction. Was it 2019, your first podcast, or 2019? 19. 19. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> what did I say? Did I say 18? Guys, Paul was actually right. Our first episode did come out in 2018, not 2019. By the way, this is Cinden Adams. Hey. Marketing. Welcome to the podcast. Yay, Cinden. Damn, we got that wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, right. I retract yeah. that statement. Retract <laughs> that statement. <laughs> this is like the outtake. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, so first episode, 18th of January, 2018. That's right. <laughs>